welcome to Nil. My name is Quentin Irie. And I am James King. And if you were just at an interview and it went just fine, and then you put on some music, because right now you're listening through some great composers, you're listening through Shostakovich, and it was really good, and then 10 minutes later you realize that you're going the wrong way, so you had to turn around, but then because you were in the wrong part of town, you got stuck in traffic, so then you had to cross a barrier that was full of mud and you almost got stuck, but you didn't, and you got back on the road, but now your record time is stuck because you said you were going to record at a time, but now you're driving at that time, so you're recording on your phone, and your audio quality is going to be worse than James's for once. <laughs> then you're in the right place. Welcome to nil, everybody. Yeah, that old, you know, that old scenario, that old, that old relatable situation. That's that's very specific. Um, is that something that happened to you, or is this just something you came up with off the top of your head? I wonder. You know, you know, I I like to let the audience interpret. I don't want to hold their hand. Yeah. You know, maybe it's real, maybe it's not. Maybe that's maybe that's the case for the majority of our listeners today. That's, maybe that's, I don't know about them. That's exactly what I did two hours earlier. So I mean, <laughs> it sounds like a lot of people are in the same boat here. Of course, of course. Do you have anything for uh, Roast Austin this week, or month, or whatever the fuck we're doing? Oh. Um, I don't have anything for us. Roast, okay. Austin's been wearing a horrible face mask around because he's on my hallway now at the Capitol where we both work. Um, and it's a Bucky's mask, but it's like the lower half of Bucky's face. Oh, yeah, it's it's. It's yeah, exactly. He's That's wearing that at the state capitol with with like you know suit everything like when you because you, you have to wear it out in the halls right, so like yeah it's that that sound is the sound that my brain makes every time I see it. That's uh... so that's that's what I have to look forward to every day. Um, I actually have something for Ross Austin this week, and it ties into what? where we're gonna go next. Okay, now that we've spent too much time in the intro. Sure. Uh, the the surprise of this episode that I have for you, you knew that I was bringing a guest. What I yes. didn't tell you is that, uh, as we both know, Roast Austin has been has been winding down. As, We're running out of things to make fun of Austin for. Right. We need someone else to make fun of, really. Yes. And there's a few. Did candidates. you bring someone new to make fun of? Not quite, but we okay. will get to that. Okay. We needed a way to 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 send off Austin. I thought we couldn't just leave it just stop right like that doesn't really make sense we need something sure. climactic a finale sure. so my roast austin for this episode is the fact that for the last two months i've been trying to get austin to come on the show and <laughs> he was a pain in the ass to get a hold of which is what i'm roasting him for but the good news in this story is that uh, I have succeeded, and he's our guest for this episode, James. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god, that would be. That <laughs> well, I would be. I guess you'll just have to wait till our guest calls in, and we'll see how real it is, James. That, that's a great joke. That's really funny. <laughs> I I hope I hope, I hope you're ready to confess your sins to Austin. I I I I told you what would happen if he comes on the show. I will quit. I'm not even joking.
So is James joking? I'm kind of out of character was now. Was Clinton like in the car to, for half of the intro? When we were supposed to lead Answers in, I was to these to be pressing like, questions at Flat Earth Con 2021. It was gonna be like this thing that Hugh had set up, but like now that I've helped you so much, I don't even know if I can get into character here and like pretend to be shocked. <laughs> um, How are we so, gonna keep alive the theater of the mind, James? I uh, it's a it's a good question. I, my method is theater being completely is dead. destroyed here. I, you, you didn't allow me to stay true to my, my method acting here. You're supposed to keep me away from all this. <laughs> How are you, Austin? I'm doing I'm doing great, man. Life's good. I mean, other than like everything being terrible. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about uh, about what you thought when James told you that we've been making fun of you for the last two years or so. I don't think you believe um, me. You know, I, I always. Yeah, I mean, I always assumed I took up a lot of uh, real estate in James mind. So it wasn't really a shock. <laughs> necessarily i didn't know what the outlet for that would be but i knew i was i was pretty well lodged in there so <laughs> thought it was weird thought it was weird but i, I didn't you know it, it is it is weird <laughs> that was so yeah basically i guess we need to establish some background if people are new basically like this all started man it must have been a session ago now maybe i i like had mentioned my show or something and i don't remember i don't even remember at this point if you were if austin you were like I listened to that or I've seen it or something to that effect. Or, or maybe I just imagined that. So I was kind of like, okay, we're going to do this as a test. And maybe I'll have to go back and find the first episode we did this. Like, we'll do this as a test. So we'll just put Austin in there. We'll see if either someone that knows Austin or Austin himself will like discover this, you know, this bit as we as we continue to do it. And I don't know how many episodes it's been in now. I don't know what, what, probably at least 10, right? At least, we have a, at least. We have a quick, quick little segment, a little Roast Austin segment. It got so involved, we even have a little <laughs> jingle for you that was composed um, for just for just like a custom custom theme for your segment. So it, it got it we got, got an, like an actual professional composer to put this thing together. So we've really we've really committed at this point. So we I mean, this was pretty much the only resolution was to was to bring you on the show um, and and and, you know, in in the beef. <laughs> well, and, and here's what I think is the best part of all of that. Well, two things. First, I think you did either you mentioned something or it was like on social media or something that you had it. And I definitely like loaded it up and listened for like no more than like a minute and a half, probably. But then you said something about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've checked it out. But I, yeah, no, I hadn't. Um, and then the second best part of that is I still haven't listened to any of it to this day, even after talking to you about this for like two months now. So even though you're yeah, like, that's the you're uh, an integral part of every single episode, still can't be bothered yeah. to listen to it. That's, that's <laughs> and then you were fantastic. like, hey, man, you want to do you want to come on and like do this kind of like a bit on the show. And I was like, sure. And still haven't listened to anything about it. So I don't even know like the format or anything like this is, I think that was probably the best prep I could have done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> probably won't listen to this episode either. If the, if the trend continues, <laughs> basically, geez, I don't know the cue of it. I mean, the format, I guess we, now we have to go back and explain all this and get kind of meta with it. If you want. Yeah. What do y'all, what do y'all talk about normally? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Hugh, do you want to go in a little bit of the history of it? Just so you yeah. Some well, context? so this is an area where you can you can help us, Austin, if you if you choose to. You don't have to. Your mission, Jim, should you decide to accept it. We we wanted to have you on just to to resolve this because we're tired of making fun of you. Uh, we need to move on to some other poor <laughs> association of ours to make fun of. But basically, the premise of the show, uh, something that I'm sure you're familiar with, both of us are kind of at the beginning of our careers. We're starting things off. 
getting things going. So there's a lot of new things, uh, pretty, pretty consistently, uh, that we're dealing with. So each episode, we, we usually put one out once a month. We'll have, uh, one of us brings a topic. It's just something that they've been dealing with. They'll pitch it, talk about what it is. Um, anything surrounding it. Sometimes there's research, sometimes there's none. Uh, and then we'll just talk about it. It's kind of like, uh, therapy for people who can't afford it. And, and that's it. Sometimes it's really light and we'll do like, uh, James likes to bring in BuzzFeed quizzes that I resent. And sometimes, <laughs> uh, sometimes we'll be like talking about depression and existential crises and whatever else. So you never know which way it's going to go. That's awesome. Sounds like a good time. Part of it, too, is like, I don't know if you mentioned this cute, kind of like the, I guess the gimmick, if you will, is like usually one of us or the other person doesn't know like what we're going to bring ahead of time. So there's no like, yeah. there's no prep for the other person kind of kind of facilitate a little bit more of a genuine reaction on their part. So yeah, that's that's pretty much show. And I and you know, all joking aside, I guess I guess we'll we'll put this to bed. If you wanted to talk today about something or something on your mind, something that happened recently that you want to talk about, we can do that today, should you uh, so desire. Your mission, should you choose to accept it? Yeah, I'd definitely be interested in that. And I, I do have a small topic if y'all want to jump right into it. Yeah, oh, man, let's do it. Okay, so how many holes are there in a straw? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a BuzzFeed quiz. Um, you think about I it. I saw this trending okay. somewhere. I can't remember where I saw it. Now. Don't look it up, Q. Don't. Don't cheat. Um, well, I mean, I've obviously seen it's, it's, not... a, it's a debate. Like, there's not. I don't know that there's a right answer. Is there? I, I'm sure. Well, I, I mean, there's not a right answer. Like in the same sense, is there a right answer when someone says, "Is water wet?" Like it's right. just an <laughs> infinite debate that never ends. But well, does a straw have one hole or two? I mean, I'm sure it's not. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's not going to be the obvious answer. It's not going to either be one or two. I'm assuming there's like some sort of there's some sort of trick thing no. I'm missing here. It's got to be one uh, or no, two. No, no trick question. How would it be it, anything it's, other it's than more... that? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, no. Some... Ex- explain to us how the answer could be three or more. <laughs> it could be. Some, I don't know. It could be some sort of like. It could be some sort of transcendent, like physical dimension type question. I don't freaking know. That sounds like some. You're sort way of like, overthinking it. Way Am overthinking it. I thought James's answer would be like, "Well, there's four when I'm done with it," or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that would have been funnier. <laughs> Um, I don't know. What do you think, Hugh? I say, I say probably okay, one. Okay, here's my right? pitch. Here's my pitch. I don't. I yeah. think I could be swayed by either side, but right. I think my argument is going to be two, because I think the thing that makes it like hard to process is that you can see the totality of it, right? Like you can just hold a straw and you can see it, and so it's it's hard to be able to fathom it. But if we made right. that big, if we made it a tunnel. And we were like, here's one end of the tunnel, here's one of the, you would call it, it's two, it's two ends, it's two holes, it's two, it's an entrance, an exit, or vice versa, whatever, right? It becomes much sure. more straightforward in that sense. So I'm going to say because of that, it's two holes. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's kind of like the one-ended stick, like analogy, like, it, I, I mean, you could, you could literally do it either way. To me, I, I don't really know what, a, <laughs> this is going to sound weird. I mean, like, how do you define a hole, right? Like, I don't really know, I don't really know what, how scientifically that works. But I, to me, it feels like one. I don't know. Did you, do you have an answer for this, Austin, or at least a, a no, compelling I, argument? No, I don't. I, well, the problem is, like, I, I saw it was a TikTok, right? And, and it was like two girls that were arguing about it. Yeah. And so I can tell you some of their arguments, but like, then I, 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 asked my wife the same question and we just agreed so it was boring so like i'm trying oh, to find people that actually disagree with it what was your have a argument about it what was your um 
What was your position? My position there's one hole and there's two openings. One and that was the argument that the isn't people a hole in the video. An opening, like, though? See, that's that's where people start to argue because they're like, okay, we'll define the difference between an opening and a hole, and can something have more than one hole in it? Like that? Yeah. So it's I don't know. That's gonna keep me up. And what's your username on TikTok? Classified, I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. No, that was my my joke topic. I mean, if y'all have anything you want to talk about, I'm game. I can always come up with weird topics on the spot, though. It's not a Love challenge it. for me. Then uh, I guess it's on you, Austin. You can come up with something on the spot. What do you got? All right, sweet. Okay. Um, now that we've already mentioned it, let's talk about TikTok. Okay. Oh, that's fun. Do either okay. of you guys use it? It sounds like James does since he just I followed do. me. I use it. I do use TikTok. So I thought it was the stupidest thing I'd ever seen when I first like got onto it. And when it was musically, it was stupid. I actually think it's probably one of the best social media apps or, or app or, um, social media platforms probably ever. Wow. I love it. I think it's awesome. High praise. Cool. I love it. There's like, there's probably no other way for a person to get like a thought or a joke as much exposure as you can on TikTok just because of the way their system works, right? That's definitely like, true, yeah. Maybe on Twitter, something can blow up, but like Facebook is too reliant on shares and people don't like to share things. So, but with TikTok, you can have literally zero followers, post your first video ever, and you can get 2 million likes on it in two weeks. Like, right. mm. I think it's pretty cool true. for like the opportunity it gives. That's true. You know, it's, it's kind of like one of those things you have to get past the stigma of it because it's just <laughs> people still, they associate TikTok with dance, like it, it, whether we like it or not, like the, the people that don't use yeah. it, I guess. Cause I was literally, so yeah. And, and Austin knows who I'm talking about, but I won't, I won't, it doesn't really matter if I say names, but our comm director in my office, uh, I was like, we're talking about um, social media. I said something about TikTok and I was like, you know what that is? And she's like, well, I know it's Chinese. Oh boy. Um, well, yeah. not exactly. It's like it's very interesting kind of the the um perception that the public has of it that are not but I mean, in America we've got what? Over 100 million users, I think over a third of the population, which is crazy to think about. The type of reach that has and you're right. Like it, it doesn't require it makes it very it takes away that barrier to like to blow up, I guess. Whereas someone you know, that wants to be big on YouTube, someone, you know, like a David Dobrik or Logan Paul, whatever, have to put years of, of build four or five times a week doing vlogs, whatever, whatever else. Whereas TikTok removes all that. You can, you can be overnight sensation in a matter of two, three days. It's crazy. Yeah. Like to that point, uh, there was like uh, kind of all over the internet for a while. I kept seeing it where people were complaining about like Charlie D'Amelio hitting a hundred million followers in right. a year and they were talking about how like PewDiePie <laughs> who's considered like one of the like biggest content creators on on like YouTube ever it took him 10 years to get to that point and people are like furious about it and I'm going like I, I don't know why you're mad like it just didn't exist when he was around like at the beginning <laughs> so I don't understand why people are so mad about it right I know Q you've kind of been looking a little bit into that that platform yourself I don't know if you were on it at first TikTok I might have gotten on it before you I don't remember I so I was I don't know like timeline wise between us, but I kind of experienced the same thing of the not only was like the stuff coming out of it pretty <laughs> cringe for a long time, but obviously the perception around it and the conversation around it was like you never want to tell someone like oh yeah I like TikTok right <laughs> like it, it makes you feel like a, right. a child all of a sudden. Um, so there was that that kept me away, and then I found myself consistently like getting a good kick out of the like comedy compilations that would pop up on YouTube. And it just, it, at, at a certain point I had to suck it up and just be like, I, you know, I'm, I am enjoying this. So I might as well go to the source. And I think the thing about it that 
is confusing to me in terms of the people that hate on it so much is that your TikTok is very much your TikTok, right? Like your for you exactly. page is is customized to your interests. So if you're crying about seeing only like dancing girls all the time, then that says something about you more than it does anything about TikTok. And I right. I don't know. Like yeah. my I I often when I talk to other people that use it, they'll be talking about like the things they've been seeing that are blowing up and are going crazy. And I'll be like, I not only did I not see that particular video, but I had no idea this person existed because my for you page is so <laughs> customized to my interests. I'm totally insulated exactly. from all of that. And it's it's different from something like Twitter or Instagram. Cause to me, like I just don't like following people. Because then I inevitably follow people that I don't really end up liking. And I feel like I have to go clean out those. And then it's just like clogging up. So like the whole aspect or the whole concept of like having to follow people as the only way to get the like entertainment annoys me. And then with TikTok, it's just like whatever I engage with eventually is the only thing on my for you page. Right. Well, that's that's another like kind of revolutionary part of it. Right. Is the the algorithm and how all that comes together and works is so unique and as yet ununderstood by those of us that don't work at TikTok. Exactly, right? right? Like, I, I have no idea how they do it. But, like, just the fact that my TikTok is, like, this one wilderness survival dude, and then it's a bunch of gun videos, and then it's a <laughs> bunch of, like, the funny trends that I, I laugh at every time. Like, and then it's, like, some dude doing, like, blacksmith work. I'm like, see, this is just, this is nice. But I will say, it does take a while for it to get there. Because I set up a new account um a couple months back and like it just took a solid day of just scrolling and marking uninterested dumb stuff and like Mm -hmm. liking stuff that i thought i might find interesting and then about a day later it was fine but if you just try to get on then yeah it's the cringiest nonsense you've ever seen (laughs) for like a full day (laughs) it was painful it sounds sounds like uh either you're you and ron swanson probably have a very similar fyp is what it sounds like from what i gathered from that conversation (laughs) the amount of amount of blacksmithing and wilderness survival love it i think too i thought about um doing some blacksmithing for a while i feel like that'd be a really cool way to get like your forearm super jacked or whatever and i feel like those guys are really strong um but i was gonna say like it is kind of interesting the changing frontier of like of or at least i think for our generation tiktok being taken more seriously i guess it, it kind of reminds me a little bit not to really make a parallel to this but kind of how it was so i don't know if y'all remember this it, it was so i don't know if a laughable is the right word but it felt really weird when trump at the beginning of his term started using twitter for like press quotes and releases and it was like <laughs> yeah. that was so bizarre to use that as a platform and now that's pretty much been um you know made more concrete as it's been used by more and more public figures as a way of like getting information out faster than the media you know normal normal traditional media um i don't know i think Mm. we might see something similar to that on tiktok where it's like it starts to become less about you know people perceive it more more seriously like hey you can you can find something on here for any interest really it's not i mean (laughs) dancing is a very very small portion of what the app is really about so anyway (laughs) right right and and it's interesting because people were the same way about like Trump using Twitter that way as I think they were when uh, Ronald Reagan started using TV as his medium, like and sitting down with the American people and talking through stuff because he was the first one to really do that, if I remember correctly. Wow. And so back yeah. then that was like that was like Trump going to Twitter, right? And so it always feels like oh this big crazy new change and that's just kind of how it goes with with stuff like this and right. What's interesting is, well, TikTok has taken up this huge chunk of the market for entertainment, 
it doesn't seem like it's really hurt anybody else either. Mm. People are still building platforms, but like if you really want to just skyrocket into the um, what's the word influencers kind of space, like it's like that's the place to do it. And so many Mm. people are just kind of ignoring it. It's crazy to me. Yeah, it seems like especially if you're someone who doesn't have an audience at this point, you can't really afford to turn your nose up at it. I'm uh, I'm curious, Austin, as someone who's more involved in the political realm, I mean, both of you are much more involved in that realm than I am. Uh, what did you make of the all the talk and ruckus around a possible TikTok ban uh, during 2020? Well, my views don't reflect that of my employer. I guess start right there, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I I, I kind of understood the rationale. I thought it was totally wrong. But at the same time, I think in the long run, it worked out, right? Um, there were a lot more protections added to the app and to to the ability for, for data to be sold. Mm. Um, and at the same time, like, I think TikTok got bigger because of it, right? Like, so <laughs> many people that didn't know it existed suddenly knew. And a lot of people thought it was either uh, the great thing that we must save because Trump doesn't like it or it's the worst thing on earth because Trump doesn't like it. So, <laughs> I don't know. I thought... I, I don't think I ever at any point thought it was actually going to get banned. Like it's like a it's a multi billion dollar company now. I was like those right, just don't right. get shut down, right? I was like something's going to happen. It's going to get changed or it's going to get sold and fixed. So I never really thought it would get banned. That was kind of my take on it too. I was surprised to see so many people acting as if it was a sure thing because I, I felt like it was never <laughs> never going to happen. I was gonna say going back to earlier too. I mean, you have literally over a third of the of the population on an app, I don't think it's going to get banned. Like it's just, right. it's not feasible. Um, gosh, I was going to say something else and now I can't remember what it was. Oh yeah. I always, I, I mean, you didn't ask for my opinion Q, but I, I felt like the, um, <laughs> I felt like to me, it was just, it was not more, maybe not morally inconsistent, but like it was inconsistent on the level that like we, we look the other way when Mark Zuckerberg collects data on servers. We don't care about any of that, but like, suddenly it's in a huge issue when it comes to and i guess there's an element of that that we'd rather americans you know steal our own data than the chinese government. <laughs> only americans spy on americans damn it correct exactly are you a patriot exactly. or not Jeez. <laughs> yeah no there's definitely an element of that and i mean like in fairness china's like scary as hell i don't i don't blame anyone for being concerned about china i don't know like in terms of how things played out or the the actual information that came out in this particular case that it was warranted but like being concerned about china being involved in pretty much anything at this point feels warranted to me yeah it seemed like what happened really was like yeah it was a there was a big issue with tiktok but it was also kind of caught in the crosshairs of whatever the other apps that were involved with that were right and i'm kind of blanking on them now but there was like one messaging app that like a lot of people in the U.S. used for like overseas business, right? And so like they were really upset that it was going to get shut down because it would like actually hinder their about ability to do business overseas. And and then TikTok, TikTok just yeah that like you know stigma people playing like it's just stupid dances and dumb videos that are cringy. <laughs> I was like, well, it's a lot more than that, and it's a lot of people's like sole income now. So exactly, people have dropped out of college to to do that or dropped that drop left their jobs, and and for good reason. I mean, people can make pretty good money there, so. Right. Mm. No kidding. So this is another thing we do, Austin, is that we try to make the topics, at least at some point, as personally relevant as possible. Uh, And I don't know that I have a super direct one for this, but I do have an indirect one. And it's something that, uh, as far as I know, between uh, y'all's conversations, this may have been something you talked about. But since you're relatively new to me, Austin, I, I don't 
I wouldn't know this about you whatsoever. Uh, I, in terms of where you want to go, like career-wise, um, that was one of the things that's always stood out to me about TikTok as someone who wants to have a career in the arts is that, you know, there's a lot of artists that are blowing up. They're not blowing up like a Charlie D'Amelio, but they're blowing up enough to get pretty pivotal attention on them uh, and to to allow them to keep making things. And if, you know, if the right person watches something, then that's funding for a major project, right? So something like that right. has always kind of been on my radar. And I it still is. I just don't really know what I would do with it. Um, so I'm wondering what the parallel thing is for you in your world. Um, maybe first just tell us what, like, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And then what is the thing that you're maybe thinking about pursuing to help you achieve that goal that you have yet to fully commit to one way or the other? Oh, so easy questions, right? <laughs> you just came out with the easy <laughs> ones right off the bat. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I mean, James and I are kind of similar in that we've both been doing the political thing for years now. Um, I hated politics. And then I got in and then I learned to love them while also still hating them. So I, I enjoy where I'm at. I like I like being in the political world. Um, I don't think it's what I want to do forever, right? Like I'll always be involved to some degree, but I, I I'm not really sure, honestly. Like this is this is something I'm doing right now that I enjoy, that I'm good at, but I'm still letting things kind of develop and see where mm. I want to end up with with other stuff. Like passive income, obviously, sounds amazing. Right. Uh, yeah. And so like looking into a lot of just different like property acquisition and, and rental properties and stuff like that. Something I'm really interested in doing. So as far as like TikTok being related to it, no, it's just how I waste time, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's really interesting. So it sounds like, you know, if we're talking about the parallel of something to commit to, to pursue where you want to go next, there's not really one because you're not sure where you want to go next. It's, it's kind of a, a wait and see type situation. Yeah, for me right now, I'm like, I'm, I'm wanting to spend time uh, over the next couple of years finishing out my degree, but I'm also trying to get into different uh, financial literacy stuff and, and just kind of learn how to manage money better and all of that fun stuff that goes with that. So for sure, really just becoming an adult, you know, I waited till I was 20, 24 to start, but I'm, I'm going to get there one day. So. <laughs> Are you finishing out your bachelor's right now? Yeah. So I've, I've done um, kind of my own pace distance learning for a while. Mm. And just haven't really committed to taking enough time to just knock it out. So hopefully after this this session ends, I'll be able to spend a lot more time uh, just knocking that out, probably online. So yeah. I'm excited to do it. It's just been I, I started working um, right after I graduated high school. And um, I tell people all the time that the problem with making money before you go to college <laughs> is you don't ever want to stop making money to go to college. Right. Yep. So <laughs> that's definitely where I ended up. And I'm like, I don't want to ever have to like stop doing what I'm doing to go uh, get a degree that unless you get the right one is pretty worthless. So <laughs> it seems like a pretty universal or close to universal experience for people just like you, you know, you try out a lot of things and trying to trying to find the thing that really sticks and is something that you want to commit yourself to long term is tricky, especially if you're if you're not willing to just accept whatever comes along and and pays fine enough, right? I wonder the thing that occurs to me, so you have this this school thing you're working on, you're working at the Capitol obviously. Do you have uh, any kind of timeline? Do you like do you want to have a direction by this year or this moment or are you just really just riding it out and going wherever the the wind takes you, if you will? More riding it out while knowing I need a timeline. 
right? Mm. So, <laughs> um, I got married last August. Uh, my wife's about to graduate with her degree from UT. Um, for me, it kind of revolves around session, right? And I kind of wanted to do the degree last interim, and then I had some real shakeups career-wise. Left a, a representative's office to work at a think tank, and then back to another representative's office. So it was kind of hard to to squeeze that in. Mm. Well, then also getting married and all of that fun stuff. So yeah, um, at this point, you know, having my my wife by my side and all of that that the fun that comes with that, um, just kind of figuring out what I want to do next. And I've never felt like I had to get a degree, mm. um, but there's that part of me that does want to get it and just kind of finish it out and and have it. But I don't I don't view it as uh, inter integral for me to have a good career and things. I just see it as you know, if I want to get it, I'll get it. But I don't want to spend, you know, 50 grand on it. Mm. What about, um, so. what about you? Is this still might be peripheral for you, Austin? And I don't know if this is even something that's on your radar anymore. What about your, um, what about stand up? Is that something you're still thinking about doing either as a hobby or seriously? Yeah, I still think about doing it as a hobby every now and then. Um, I enjoy making people laugh. I think I'm also, uh, I'm, a, I'm definitely funnier. Uh, on the spot that I am as a as a written comedian, I think mm. I've tried to write jokes that never work, but I'm I'm pretty good <laughs> on the spot. So right. I've thought about it before. It's just never. Uh, it's that's an interesting world. <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, never never really taking the steps to get into it. You need to do some of that. I don't. I think you you, you watch this too. I think we both watch this at the same time. You might have seen it too, Austin. That middle edition of Swartz. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, the Im improv guys. They're they're. Um, in fact, you you should definitely watch that, Austin. If it's, if you like improv comedy, it's basically these two guys that do like these entire long form shows based off of suggestions in the audience from the audience. Oh, nice. So they'll do like the last for like a, someone's personal story and they go on like this 45 minute. It's, it's insane. Like, I, I don't know how I guess just years of doing it, but I'm like, this is that's, I could never do that. I could never do improv like that. I yeah. Mean, I'm definitely better scripted. So, but anyway, that's something you it's should fun to make, check out. Fun. Yeah. Fun to make fun of people that do improv, but it's also pretty impressive. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I feel pretty good about that. Is there anything else that you wanted to ask about uh, James? No, no, I think that's good. I think that's, I think that's pretty, pretty that's organic. good. I wasn't going to answer James's questions. <laughs> Keep the beef that going. That's a good dodge for James. Um, no, I, yeah, I, would have, I definitely, would have embarrassed him. Right. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, I mean, I might get on the spot. We established this. Um, I think that's good for this one. I think, I mean, some, some down, somewhere down the road, I'd like to have Austin back on. Maybe we can do it once session's over. Kind of have like a little, uh, little recap slash update on your life um something like that but yeah uh, thanks for coming on man i appreciate it not really yeah absolutely that was fun guys enough to make it worth yeah mentioning. thanks for thanks for being cool about us making fun of you for two years yeah no i mean that's that's what most people do anyways so that's what i've done for the last 24 years so right right real friends stab you in the front we had to we had to tell you <laughs> Here's the thing. I know I know James doesn't really want me on the show because that's why he made fun of me for two years, but I figured he <laughs> ran out of uh, friends to ask to do his, his podcast with him. So I thought, okay, that's why I'm getting the invite. Right, right. Absolutely. No, he thanks, worked through all for, six uh, of his friends and was like, dang. Yeah, I know. There, it's, a, it's, a, it's a list that's growing ever thinner by the second. But seriously, man, thank yeah, thanks for coming on. We we appreciate it. We'll uh, of course. I hope you actually listen to this episode, maybe, hopefully, or at least part of it. Uh it's unlikely. It's unlikely. No promises. Very okay. busy, man. Very That's busy. It's a fair point. I got so much family gotta watch. Ugh. 
<laughs> Where will I find the time? And he's like, can you just yeah. trim it down to just me, just my parts? I'll just listen to that. Just me talking. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't even need like direct responses. Just, just my right. voice. Right. I'll fill in the blank where y'all would have spoken. By the way, this is a month late because Q went and had another kid. Just in case you require an explanation. What do you got to wrap us up, James? Us. I was just doing some ASMR. Yeah, I a- heard that. A- I heard that. Now it's going to be in the outro, so that's great, too. Yeah, a little ice chewing. Um, To wrap us up, well, guys, the beef has finally been settled between Austin and I. We still don't like each other, but hey, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? Not <laughs> all friendships are created equal. Um, Let's see. What else? You can find me at Real James King on Instagram or at the hidden secret TikTok link in the show notes. Um, it's labeled what about you, TikTok. Q? Yes, or find Austin <laughs> at the at uh, Austin underscore Grasinger, and that will also be in the show notes probably. What about you, Q? Probably, maybe. There's QuintinIrie.com, Q-U-E-N-T-I-N-I-R-E-Y.com. You can see all my social media, all my current projects, etc. It's it's cool. delightful. Check it out. Uh, hey, I, I keep forgetting to tell you this. I was on Audible the other day. And yes. I'm not usually on Audible. It's just not a service I use that much. I'm sure it's lovely. If Audible wants to shell out one of their many, many uh, sponsorships to us, I would gladly endorse them. But right. I was I was on Audible, and while I was on there, I was like, I haven't actually checked Audible to see if our podcast is listed. I know it should be, but I oh, haven't checked. Yeah. So I went ahead and checked, and it is good news. Oh, cool. uh, it's awesome. a little hard to find because we're such a small podcast. Like you have to, you have to get very specific with your search terms. But I did find it, sure. And uh, we had one review that was one star. <laughs> what? Yeah. On Audible? Did On it Audible. say why? It had. It didn't have. It was not a written review. It was just a just star one review. Star. One star and out. <laughs> no, that's the opposite of what we told y'all right. to do. It's five stars only, and then you explain in the description why it's why it's less than five stars. <laughs> so my, my theory on this, my theory is that Austin is actually just playing it cool when he says he doesn't listen to the show. I think he listens he, to every episode, and he's actually he very bitter us. about it. And the way yeah, that he right, expresses right. his bitterness is by leaving us poor reviews. <laughs> He's got like a whole like whiteboard with all little ropes and thumbtacks like, <laughs> right. leading to different conclusions. <laughs> I'll be oh, I'm happy no. to tell you though I did since I was already there. I left us an anonymous five star review to balance things out a Perfect. little more. So, so now we have like an average of three stars. <laughs> yeah, three and a Perfect. half, I guess, or whatever that would be. I guess it'd be two and a half, not three and a half. Two so and a half. we're still we're still well, struggling. No, one plus five divided by two. <laughs> yeah, so two and a half. <laughs> Jeez, man. This is not this is not a good start for us on Audible. <laughs> no. I guess we're not good enough for the high the highbrow people at Audible who are listening to like Homer's Odyssey and Terry or whatever the hell. Well, if you listen to us on Audible, please leave us a five star review to help counteract. Go redeem our Austin. good name. And again, again, if you don't like it, if you want to give us one star, then you just type in the description. Exactly. This is actually a run a one star review, but we won't we won't read it unless it you already selected five stars. That's the way the system works. <laughs> Otherwise, we can't see it. Except for that one, apparently. That's the yeah. only one we can see that's <laughs> ranked less than five stars. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Jeez, what else? What else? What else? What else? I, I think, think that's, that's it. We it. got social media. We got that. Austin is resolved. We're going to have to come back next episode with someone else to roast. Look forward to that. 
Finally, that's going to be all for us for this episode. Thank you for joining us for a slightly shorter episode of Nil. Uh, not always a bad thing. I think we, we might be a little long-winded sometimes. <laughs> we try to fix it in editing, True. though, okay? It's, <laughs> we're making yeah, an effort. To be fair. <laughs> Definitely follow us on social media. Continue to see what 2021 has for the show. And if you want to be a part of it, share it, rate it. Uh, it really does help us get some traction on that. Leave a five-star review, especially on Audible, where we're suffering. We're under attack, uh, and we need you. So please be there. And in the meantime, that's going to be it for us. Good night, night, not not Austin. Austin. (laughs) I think that's way funny. I I really don't understand what you see in this. (laughs) This concludes our broadcast day. Good night, and God bless America.